Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Movie Combat. My name is Ryan. Joining me on this is... This is Nate. And uh, it is a... Uh, this is actually a reason for us to be apart now. We actually are recording in two <laughs> separate places this time. <laughs> yep. Gotta um, force it now. Yeah. Oh, I see you too. Yeah, no you pun go. intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well... Ladies and gentlemen, we are just two movies away from the season finale. Or actually, no, one movie away now. After this episode, we uh, will be one movie away from the season finale of Movie Combat Season 2. And uh, it has been a quite a journey. We've, got, we've watched a lot of Star Wars <laughs> there, Nate. <laughs> yep. Not doing the Mandalorian? <laughs> okay, well, we'll save TV shows. I haven't, I haven't thought about TV just yet but you know we may have to walk away from movie combat to do like <laughs> tv shows and stuff but for now yeah. movie combat is strictly just movies at this point but nevertheless this is uh star wars episode eight the last jedi and i almost forgot the name of this when i was looking it up when i was looking up the g movies i had i was like is this the right one <laughs> but man the the names in this or get all convoluted towards the end of the the saga here but mm -hmm. but uh yeah so th what if you guys are new which is crazy if you are but if you've jumped into <laughs> this episode of it uh nate and i will walk through the movie we will go through imdb's uh notes and stuff that they have for their taglines their trivia quotes and some tech specs um but Nevertheless, uh, oh wait, should I uh, say the fun That's... facts, the PT facts? Go for it. Okay, so the crawl in this episode was one minute and twenty-four seconds and sixty-five milliseconds. So it beat episode seven by two seconds. Mm. Um, let's see here. It's not the slowest, th or not the. Longest, longest i guess um wait here 124 yeah episode six has uh 26 seconds on uh, one minute 26 and yeah that might yeah nope it's it's still the longest one so that episode, episode six, six yeah yeah um i had a bad feeling about this was said zero times which was insane lightsaber moments got out of hand <laughs> this movie i have not I, I mean i've seen this movie several times and they i'm pretty sure you have as well yeah did, well now did you count the 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 his guard snook's guard i did not count those okay because then that would have really been insane <laughs> yeah i just counted anytime remember lightsaber moments are when a lightsaber gets unsheathed only when one time only one of them has to initiate a lightsaber moment all right, okay. so it doesn't have to be like, oh, one goes off, the other one goes off. That counts as two. It's just when the one goes off, that's until the scene is over, it just counts as one. Seven times in this movie. Uh, wow. But episode seven had eight, so I guess uh, not the, mm -hmm. the most. Uh, I'm wondering if seven is a pretty good amount here. No, episode three. I think three two had... is probably is three higher than, okay. Well, well, I guess you count it as one. 
like so, all the all the Jedi in two. Yeah, yeah, it, did. it was not going to count the <laughs> rave. That was the that would be like out off the charts. Fourteen yep. for episode two, seventeen for episode three, and they have the the number one spot. Uh, yeah, this one, this one was interesting. Like keeping track of these numbers and like writing them down. It was an interesting process to like think about this movie with these amounts of things in it. Space battles, we got three of those. Um, which stacking up against it, uh, ties with episode four, and uh, might be tied for first place. With space battle, this one's kind of interesting because it's kind of just like one big space battle throughout the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you just so kind of count the separate scenes. So I counted any time it was like some sort of action in space was happening. So okay. let's see if I was to count them. There, there's obviously the beginning of the movie, and we'll get into that. But or maybe maybe we'll go when we'll go through it. Maybe I'll be able sure, to count sure, them sure. off. R two came in clutch one time, and the one time of counting it is when he shows Leia <laughs> <laughs> to, to convince Luke. <laughs> yeah. Um, light speed. Nate, how many times do you think light speed was hit in this movie? <laughs> Between one and ten. Uh, I think it's only. Uh, I want to say four times. Four times. Okay, I counted six different times. Wow. Yeah, I kind of keep uh like the Holdo maneuver in there where she like blasts through. Yes, I did count that. I did count that one too. But still, Ray probably goes Mm -hmm. a couple times to and from Octu. Mm hmm. Mm. I know in the beginning they used it one time to escape, and then the oh, but then the First Order used it too, right? To catch back up to him. I did not count mm. theirs. So maybe, oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Huh? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Either way, it's the most light speed you'll ever see in a Star Wars movie so far. Interesting. Uh, planets. We got four. So we got the one that was the Rebel base, which what one was that? Do you know what that one was? The Rebel base. So, uh, so the one they're on at the very uh, beginning crate? of the movie. Oh, the beginning. Yeah. Uh, No. Okay, so there's that one. That's the one that's in seven, right? It is also in seven, yes. But it starts. Yeah, the movie does start on that on that planet, and then yeah. there's Luke's planet. Octu. Okay, and then there's Cantobite. Oh, I've, yeah, Cantobite. And then there's Crate. Yep. So four four planets. Uh, not the most, but because uh, Episode Seven actually beat it uh pretty pretty well. I sense a disturbance in the force zero times was said. Was not said. Jedi powers. Okay, so this is I, I had to discuss I had I took two separate numbers on this. Jedi powers. I counted nineteen times that the Jedi wow. power like any force power. Yes, I had it just out <laughs> and open at the, at a point because I was just like, there's so many times it was used. 19 times. So that's any time someone uses a force power, light or dark side, it counts. Now. Yeah, that was a lot. 
Especially Here's the, the thing. Scene. I have another count, which is six additional more times if we count the Ray and Kylo back and forth. So what do you, what do you should we include those? Because that's technically like a they force know, power. But they don't purposely do it. They're not doing it, but Snoke right. is doing it. So it's like, that's true. does that count as Snoke using it? Because if so, then, <laughs> then I add Which six I'm more. I'm confused on that one. I guess we'll probably get to that in the next movie. But uh, yeah. yeah, I guess if we're, if, yeah, if we're saying that Snoke is, because uh, he does say that he's the one that created it. So. Yeah. And they do it I on guess, separate occasions, so. so it is separate at times. So 25, 25 times Jedi powers were used, <laughs> which is the most Jesus. <laughs> than any other movie. It's actually, uh, if I was to combine, okay, nine times in, in episode seven, four times in episode six, uh, four times in episode five five times in episode four <laughs> yeah it it takes almost like six movies to stack up against the 25 yeah That's it makes you realize how conservative the original trilogy was yeah uh may the force be with you was said twice but then there's also the time where she says may the force be with us so does yeah, that I count i was thinking about that like what when is ryan gonna get <laughs> gonna kill I'll give it to him. I'll say three it's times. It's close enough. Yeah. 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 She goes, may the force be with us. <laughs> and she like pauses <laughs> at the last word. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. And that's all the stats I have for, for my fun ones. So let's go through the movie. Nate, what the heck is happening in the beginning of this movie? Well, uh, essentially the... First Order has found their base, and they are trying to escape. It's kind of like a Hoth moment. They're trying to get off-planet, and, and they're about to get dis disintegrated by this, like, giant ship. Um, The Dreadnought. Uh, uh, the Dreadnought, yes. <laughs> uh, Poe. I was going to say Finn, but not Finn. <laughs> uh, Poe is kind of going off like Cowboy, and he's, like, single-handedly, like, shooting the turrets off the Dreadnought uh, to kind of distract them. And so the... And then they call the bombers in, the resistance. Sorry. And pretty <laughs> intense scene. Yeah, I know we're kind of yeah. bouncing all through here. But yeah, uh, yeah. Eventually, only one. You know, they only get only one bomber gets their payload off. Mm -hmm. And they take out the dreadnought. At the cost of many, many lives. Yes. So you pretty much lose like their whole like fleet. Like, their whole the, bombers. Just that dreadnought all... out. Yeah, all their bombers are gone now. Yep. And then uh, our boy Finn wakes up. Uh, Finn after, wakes up. And uh, wants to know where Ray is. And where is immediately? Ray? <laughs> yeah, the first thing he says. <laughs> she is where we left her at the end of seven, uh, handing Luke his lightsaber back, and then he throws it off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that for the first time, and I was like. What what? Definitely subverts your expectations. Yeah, because sure. was not I was not prepared for it. Yeah, I think that's the moment where the movie gets controversial for people. Yes. Um, 
So that happens. Ray's finding out that Luke is not really who she thought he was. And yeah, then... he's all old and grumpy now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go, we go back to, to Kylo's story. So essentially the way that this movie is, breaking it down, we have Ray's story, we have Kylo's story, and then we have the B character story. <laughs> the side characters, yeah. Yes, we have the side character story. Which is interesting of how Ryan Johnson did this movie. There are mm-hmm. technically three different storylines going on. They all interweave. That meet at the very end. Yeah, that meet at the very end. They interweave with each other every so often. Um, but if you were to look at a timeline, there's like a red line, a blue line, and a yellow line. And the yellow and blue mix pretty well. But the red line, which is Ray's never really comes into play with the yellow until like the very end of the movie. So it's very interesting of how they like, it's like almost like Ryan's whole entire goal was like, how do I get her back together with the rest of them? And she's like, (laughs) okay, well here's the storyline for him. And I want to know what the, uh, what it would be like if you cut this movie, which is two hours and 15 minutes like in a way where you do have it like that, where it's like, here's Ray's story, here's Kylo's story, and here's the side oh, character story. Instead of going back and forth. Yeah, because it's so weird of how they bounce back and forth from each other. What do you think about it? it five is kind of like that too. We have like Han and Leia are, are doing their thing. But there's only Chewbacca. two storylines. There's there's only two. Yeah, you don't have like Finn and Rose's story in there. Yeah like a comparable story to that yeah so anyway we come back to kylo's story and he now we now see snoke for the first time ever um, in person yeah. in person yeah he's not as big and gargantuan as we thought he was yeah um but what happens here um essentially they're trying to so snoke's like grilling them for <laughs> well oh god i mean <laughs> that's a terrible spot to us <laughs> Well, before this, he was grilling Hux on the loss of the Dreadnought and how that happened. Um, but at this point, he's grilling Kylo on how he lost to Rey, essentially, mm-hmm. and giving a hard time about the helmet and uh, really putting him down, talking about how he's kind of like a not worthy to be like Vader's, like the the next in line for that. Yeah, and smashes the helmet. The helmet gets smashed. Yep, so- Kylo smashes his helmet. Yep. I get the feeling that Ryan did not like the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Johnson. Definitely. Um, and then we go back to Ray's storyline. Yep. Back to two. She's still trying to convince Luke. Or following him around at this point. <laughs> trying to see what his daily routine is. Yeah. Which I do like. A lot of how... humor in this movie watching it back. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting. Because like. This humor is definitely different than the humor that we got in episode seven. Cause in episode seven, you were able to take BBA and have him as the comic relief of that. He's a droid. He does goofy things and whatever. But then it was like, well, now we need to have everyone have like interspliced moments of some sort of comedy and laughable moment. And it's very Mm -hmm. weird. And I don't, it's like, I guess that's true. Yeah. You have yeah. more of the characters doing their own comedy, I guess? Yeah, <laughs> which isn't normally, like, 
a good meld because then you're constantly like laughing at the movie where it puts you in this mindset of like, okay, well, am I supposed to laugh at this or am I, is it just weird? Like we're paused right here in the movie where uh, Luke is essentially, is, is he's drinking the freshly squeezed green milk <laughs> that is, uh, and, oh God. And it's, uh, it's very interesting that like they give Luke this thing to do. Like it is, but then you're la- then you're like, am I supposed to laugh at it or what is this? Like, what the yeah, hell I guess am it's I watching? Funny when the the animal turns over and looks at her, <laughs> and, and then like, she looks away because she's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that looked like a stunt double right there. Yeah. <laughs> right where you pause. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then he goes fishing. And got we got all over the place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just really just it's Ray looking and watching Luke do his his mm-hmm. daily shit. <laughs> um She's like, You have plenty of time. Yes, that is later that, when she says that, but that is one of my favorite lines of this movie where it's like, uh yeah, you're not doing anything. I've seen what you do. You have time. Yeah. <laughs> but then she see she senses something though. Yeah, she senses like there's a dark presence on the island basically Ooh, the ancient oh text. yeah that mm-hmm. she could sense the the jedi text there mm-hmm. and then luke and finally luke's like asks, who are you yeah i'm from nowhere and then uh like, yeah oh, Jakku, that really is nowhere yeah there's a the back and forth between ray and luke and luke this is when he eventually says, like... Oh, no, no, no. He hasn't officially confirmed that he's going to help her yet. She, he's just still, like... Right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then, from this, we cut back to our side character storyline, which is essentially the Leia storyline. But it's weird, because there's, like, so many sub-things to the, the other storyline. It's, like... It's very weird of how this movie is just put together. Um... But yeah, it's uh So this is the scold oh my god. <laughs> this is the scolding that uh Princess Leia gives to Poe for his actions. Yeah, is this when he gets demoted? Yes. And uh, uh Leia reveals Oh yeah, she's that... talking about how Ray can find her way back uh to the ship. Yeah, cuz she has a tracker. So, here's the thing about that. I started thinking, okay, so Ray can find where she's at, right? They can find where Princess Leia is, essentially. And mm-hmm. we never got explained how they can fa- like find them, right? The First Order? Yeah. Like, Not through really. hyperspeed. There's a little, like side lore like in rogue one they find like the project of you know when they're going through all the like code names i guess okay. one of the code names is like how like the empire had the the was looking into the tech to track people through light speed okay because yeah, it's not really was... explained well through the movies that, that they yeah. have that now because i was like are they hacking this like is this the reason why they're able to like track them down <laughs> but yeah, because it no, was like it's supposed to be a separate thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, 
Got it. That would have been a good storyline, though, if they were like, oh, yeah, we hacked into their, like, personal tracking device for Leia or something. Yeah. And this is Snoke's ship right here, right? We're getting this yeah, shot. Yeah, fucking massive. The Supremacy. Yeah. Isn't it called the Supremacy? Uh, I don't like remember. This? But we got, like, a whole butt-ton of Star Destroyers around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so things go sideways. They find out. They, they tracked them through the the hyperspeed or hyper you know right space, yeah whatever and the resistance <laughs> is like shocked and they're like whoa how do they do that yeah and then kaboom things are not going great for the yeah kind of blows up the whole hangar hell has such a badass ship in this movie and then something happens though oh yeah 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 so eventually well so kylo was almost gonna pull the trigger on blowing up the uh uh, what do you call it? The Cockpit? the main deck of the of the ship for the resistance. Uh, but he hesitates, and then a couple other fighters they they blow up the all the main crew. The so Akbar dies. All the resistance's main people lay uh, out in space. Okay, so here's the thing about this though. So Leia doesn't die here. Do Correct. you think it would have been too much to have her die here? I think it'd have been kind of weak for that... just a main character to die like that. Okay, okay. Because I, I was just thinking, because I'm like, you know, what we what we know now of what happens. It's just like, was it okay to have this, or, or oh, was it hindsight? okay to have her this like space wizard moment of her floating? I guess this is the first time we get to see Leia actually using the Force, right? Though. So I remember the theaters. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and then I, I saw the memes. Like it, it was like over the top or something. <laughs> I saw the memes of it, and it's like every single time I see this now, I always think as soon as her eyes open, it's that. And then I was like, oh. like Barracuda starts playing, yeah, and I was exactly. like, what the hell? So every time I see that this scene, it always reminds me of that meme, and I can never take it seriously anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, back to our Ray storyline. Uh, yeah, Chewie has comedic moments. Yeah, Chewie has this moment with the Porgs, and just is looking them up. So here's my thing, though. He's already killed him. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> why not just eat it? You know? Because he feels, he feels bad. But they, they're they already dead. <laughs> I know. It seems like a waste now, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it cuts away. We never know for sure if he eats it or not. Well, he puts it down. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but Luke sneaks back, sneaks onto the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get to see the uh, the dice for the first time, really. Yeah, kind of a cool moment. Lots of uh, throwbacks here. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the only time we see Luke on the Millennium Falcon the whole rest of the movie. That is true. Yeah, so. Uh, I actually never do have to these leave dice. with them. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much. Uh, uh, but I have these dice, though, that are actually in this. Yeah, you, got for, uh, you guys are from Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the R2 and Luke moment. And then mm-hmm. he finally agrees to help Ray out. Okay. Back to our side <laughs> character storyline. Yep. Oh, she's actually in this scene. She's just sitting here. 
Well, because this is this is when they make her leader. Uh, yeah. Okay. By the way, I like this, gonna... this BB-8 right here. Oh, I never BB-8. noticed that one before. He's blue. He's a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So what's going on in this? They're kind of giving the summary of, you know, how who all died, all the leadership, and then they're just naming who's next in command now. Mm-hmm. Commander Holdo, I think is her name. And she was significant for some reason. Poe knew who she was. Yeah, she was supposed to be some commander from a different ship or something. And obviously, this is the first time we see her in the series. I don't think she's in any books or video games I know of. Yeah. Uh, now we're on the uh, Finn storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is where it gets extra for some people. Yeah, this third storyline that you're talking about. This is like this is the fourth. <laughs> but yes, uh, we get introduced to Rose. Um, mm-hmm. which is a absolute thrown away character in the, uh, but like, I have some words I would like to say about this situation, but I'm going to wait until the very end in my okay. review. But yes, Ray and, uh, no, sorry, Rose, because that, wh- why name them a different letter, but Rose <laughs> and, and Finn have this back and forth, and she talks about how her sister died, and she was, it turns out she was actually one of the bombers, and mm-hmm. uh, she was actually the one that presses the button to light the bombs and blow up the dreadnought, which is cool, yep. but sad. Um, Very clutch. She thinks that Finn is trying to escape, so she tases the hell out of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, then they kind of explain some things of like, hey, there might be a way to, you know, get out of this. So they go back to Poe and talk about how they have this elaborate plan to, like, shut down the tracking so that they can hyperspeed off and they won't be able to track them. Uh, So then they call their old bounty hunter mistress Moss. Moss. (laughs) Moss Kanata, I think. Yeah, she's in the middle of some battle, but she still picks up the phone for him. Yeah, which looks way fun, way more fun than what's happening over here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, back to the Ray and Kylo storyline. So these now are intertwining, uh, and they're able to kind of sense each other for the first time. Yep. Yeah, I think so. yeah, very first time it happens. Um, and Luke walks out and goes, "Hey, what happened?" there and then turns out she blasted a hole into a wall yeah another funny moment where you see all the native species <laughs> on the planet having to fix everything up uh, i can't think of the right the right term for that yeah. <laughs> the natives yeah um so yeah luke has now agreed to train ray so they go to this like rock to go and she sits on this thing and then he says reach out <laughs> And feel the force, <laughs> and he takes a blade of grass and tickles her hand and says, "Oh, do you feel it? It's the force," and then smacks the crap out of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that happens. But she senses something. What is she sensing? Well, essentially, she the kind of like the dark, the dark side of the island is kind of calling to her, and so she kind of gravitates right to that she's sensing the force and then luke notices that too and he's that's when he kind of stops the training for the day mm-hmm. 
or he wants to stop forever at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we go back to our side character storyline uh, for a brief moment. And uh, now, if I, am I correct? Whereas this is uh, uh, she's the the granddaughter. She's granddaughter right? of <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I thought she was so. the daughter of Carrie Fisher. I guess the age would be that means she'd be a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I might... think she's actually in all three movies too, isn't she? Yes, of the of the trilogy. Yes, of this current trilogy. Um. Yeah, so we move on. We start going. Now, they're not related in the movie, but they are related in life. Right. Uh, so Finn fires off, leaves, uh, escapes, and... Uh, they, off the canto bite. Yeah, they're they're leaving now. We go back to the Ray and Kylo mixing. They see each other again. Ray's not too happy with him. <laughs> um, yes. And then we go back to our side story, our, Ray, our, our Finn and Rose storyline, which now they are mm-hmm. in, uh, they're going to our casino planet. Just landing. Okay, so here's my thing about this. This whole thing could have been all avoided if they didn't land on the beach. Like, why did they land on the beach? You know what I mean? Like, they weren't crashing. They just chose that, you know what, we're going to land here. And then a guy, it's not like they weren't told they can't park there. This dude tells them, hey, you can't park there. And then (laughs) they just leave him alone and they walk into the building as if nothing is going to happen. Like, if they didn't do that, they would have gotten the guy. They would have got the guy, yeah. <laughs> there was no reason. No one was looking for him. No one had reason to actually, like, deal with anything. <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess there was probably some actual ports for them to land at. I would assume at this casino planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Finn see, is... originally watching the movie, okay. I thought the, the... Which we haven't got to that scene yet. I thought the guy they meet in prison was the master code breaker they were looking for mm-hmm. but it turns out not he's just a different happens to be code breaker yeah it's uh it's very interesting and then they find the guy they find the guy and then the dude that told them don't park here snitches on him and then the police arrest him <laughs> like they could have got yep. him so we we have this like totally thrown away character that didn't even need to fucking exist, honestly. Like they could have just they could have easily just said, "You need to go here. I'm guarantee you'll find someone that will actually help you." They they could have just said that. <laughs> like, but instead they introduce this character that never comes into play again. It's right. just so weird. Um and they even give them lines. It's it's just so weird how they did that. Anyway, we're back to Ray's story. Doing some like, training. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. So, so it's funny, like we were th- talking about, like, oh, he's probably gonna stop training her, but he's right back down there again. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing some. Uh, first, she was practicing with her staff, and then she decides to practice with the lightsaber, and then she starts knocking over some shit, and the caretakers are pissed. <laughs> I will say this: this is probably the funniest scene where it's just. 
the, yeah, the, I was laughing pretty hard. The the stone just falls down and <laughs> She doesn't even apologize. I know. <laughs> oh man. She's like, they already hate me. There's no reason for me to say anything. Yep. Um, so yeah, now we go to this, um, Luke explains why Kylo was, uh, you know, the actual mm -hmm. true story of what happened. And, um, oh wait, no, 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 this is the, this is the first story we get told. Yeah, I think you get told like three different times. Yeah. Each more, each time we get like a little more info. Yeah. So the first time Luke doesn't mention, uh, a very key portion of the story uh but yeah he says he just failed kylo and that's kind of how that worked out mm -hmm. um skipping along here we're jumping back to the side characters one of the ships runs out of gas they blow it to smithereens and the escape pods go back to the thing i like how they have this barrier thing <laughs> uh this like map that shows when they enter in the zone and then they just blow it up <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it necessary for this guy to be here to die? Like other other than Probably just pride? not. I, I think it just it fits the theme they were going with the film. Yeah. So that's and it's yeah. This whole thing is just all about when when you run out of gas. <laughs> so essentially, they're just yeah going against the clock. Yeah. So now we are on the. Finn and Rose. Yeah, Finn and Rose storyline. We're on Kentavite they're, again. They're in prison. This guy, his character reminds me of the 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 bum that's on the train in Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that, that is played by Tom Hanks, so it's not actually this guy. <laughs> now, what other movie was he in just before this? Oh, he's the collector in... He's a collector, and then he's also in those, uh, oh, God. He's in those, like, cartel movies. I can't oh, think okay. blank on the name on those. Yeah. I just, I just remember. Del Toro, is that his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What is his? It is. Da, 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 da. Not even listed as, like, a main Is he not on the top? He's not even huh. a main uh, cast member, which is interesting. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. No. Where is it? Uh, yeah. There it is. Benicio del Toro. There it is. As DJ. That's his name. Uh, but he breaks them loose. They escape. Now they have, like, oh, maybe he can actually do stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the weird horses. Foghorns. What are they? They're called foghorns. Oh, I don't know. Isn't a foghorn <laughs> a rooster? <laughs> oh, maybe. It's so weird. They're like a horse. They're like a horse dog kind of thing. Yeah, it's know. very weird. Yeah, we'll see that kid later. Mm -hmm. Which is still also very weird. Um. <laughs> God dang it. I did like this guy that comes. This little goblin the guy. The bunny guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, yeah. Uh, essentially, what's just happening is they're escaping now, and they yeah. Eventually... She wanted to break them free, and so they break them free. Yeah, and they do, and then uh, they're like, "Well, now we're stuck." And then the uh, well, then the side DJ, I guess. Yeah, yeah DJ picks them up and uh, BB-8. Yeah, and then they get out of there. Easy as that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't accomplish anything. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but. For the most part, they don't accomplish any of what they were actually there for. They just got a guy in love. a random code breaker that yeah. they decided to trust. So now we're back into Ray's storyline. Luke is playing with rocks again. Yeah, Trying. I think this is when he reconnects to the Force briefly and like reaches out to Leia. Oh yeah, that's when he says, Luke. And then he goes... Leia. <laughs> then that's it. <laughs> uh, but we're not done yet. Ray has another moment with uh, with Is this Kylo. Shirtless Kylo time. Yeah, shirtless Kylo time. Swolo. Swolo. What? <laughs> uh, but he tells his side of the story, which is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that Luke was going to kill him in his sleep, and uh, that's why he was like, "Wait!" And then he gave up on the Force because they're all just going to turn anyway, and so that was it. But then Ray goes venturing out after that conversation and falls into a hole of water, and yep, she, what is this thing? Well, it's like a mirror. So this is like the dark dark spot that was calling to her on the island and she goes and reaches out to it. And we get this weird effect of mimicking the uh mm-hmm. her. It's just a reflection of her and she just does all these actions to go like is this as weird as I think it is? And it is. <laughs> so I when I saw that her snapping, it always looks weird of, like, how she snaps. But it's just a regular snap. But you never really look at <laughs> someone snapping. You just don't pay attention to it like that? Yeah, because, like, yeah. you know that it's when you snap your fingers, it's actually not the friction between your thumb and your middle finger. It's your middle finger uh, smacking against your inner palm. And that's how you snap. Oh, interesting. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> that's where actually the sound's coming from. You're just causing it to have enough pressure to then when it hits right. it has that snap effect uh anyway she goes i want to know what my parents are and then it turns out uh well we're not going to get that answer yet <laughs> because Still a mystery. It's... yeah it's very very ominous yeah then we go uh back to having this little intimate moment between ray and kylo mm-hmm. they they touch each other's hands <laughs> yeah, they're getting pretty good at this uh this uh fourth thing down. Yeah. But they get caught in the act. <laughs> so I'm wondering because Luke kind of reconnected with the fours, was he able to then sense that that they were oh, doing like that over see there? him finally? Yeah. Oh yeah, cuz I think it does it does imply that Luke was able to see Kylo briefly, so maybe Yeah. Cuz like before he wasn't able to see uh, Kylo, but then yeah, but Kylo could see him. That was what was interesting. And then now that he's able to, you know, he has the Force again, he's mm-hmm. able to do it. So, 
Then we get a Ray versus Luke fight. Mm-hmm. She's pretty mad. Rage. She's trying to defend himself. But then she kind of pulls the trump card and pulls the lightsaber out. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you count that as a, as a fourth move for Luke? Oh, yeah, when he almost when hit he his head himself. on the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then he finally tells the real story of how this all happened. Luke senses evil inside of Kylo, and he was about to just... He was like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this. There's so much darkness, so much hatred. I need to just wipe him off the place, you know, face of the earth here. He pulls the lightsaber out. Then he goes, oh, wait, this is not the Jedi Child. way. Yeah. And that, but it's too late. A scared boy <laughs> <laughs> fights back. And we see that uh, Kylo uh, or Ben chose to have a blue lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Isn't there, uh, like, a thing that determines which color you get? Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, canon, but from what I've heard, it's, like, blue, you're you're not super strong with the force, but you're, you're like, good with the saber. If you have green, you're, like, have high force powers. Mm. And if you're purple, you're, you know, you're basically Samuel L. Jackson. You <laughs> have to have that color. So he has... They have this argument, Ray and Luke, and Luke's just like, fine, you know what, fuck it, I'm burning it all the shit, I'm I'm gonna just light the thing on fire to get rid of all the texts and whatever, and um, someone shows up in this scene. Uh, why don't you walk us through this whole process here? Well, so he goes to, he's like, screw it, I'm gonna burn down the Jedi texts, and then he kind of gets second thoughts. And then Yoda pops up and completes the job for him as a Force <laughs> ghost. <laughs> like, how much power does uh, someone have to have? And uh, yeah, then we get this. I gotta, I gotta watch this part here. Hold on. Get classic Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, he was still laughing. Hold on. I gotta get this. I gotta get this clip here. This, this giggle he does <laughs> so i have that as one of your macros in your stream deck yeah that is, i mean frank oz is uh you know from his time with the muppets it to having yoda it's it just it's just a fun it's just fun seeing like the, a muppet walk around again like and when when Yoda showed up, when I saw that Yoda shows up, I was, like, pleasantly surprised that they went... Like, Ryan did choose to have mm -hmm. Muppet Yoda. Like, we didn't get CGI Yoda. Right. But, yeah. And then Yoda knows that the texts are actually not in there, but Luke doesn't know that at this time. That is interesting. I didn't consider that at the time when I watched this, like, recently. I was like... yeah. Oh, so they did just burn it down, and then I'm, and then at the very end of the movie, it turns out Ray stole the texts <laughs> and mm -hmm. put them on the ship, which is funny yep. that she did that. But yeah, that's when she obviously like gave up all hope on Luke. On Luke, yeah. I'll teach myself. Back to the Finn and Rose story. Mm-hmm. So now they're gonna try to 
going back to the uh I think it's called Supremacy, but the the First Order's main ship. I'm gonna try to sneak on board. But we find out some information that Finn did not really want to know. Yeah. Yeah, DJ's kind of going over the, you know, the gray area, talking about how both the Resistance and the First Order, they get their, essentially their weapons from the same people. Yeah, it, it, that's where so, all those gamblers and high, rich, hoity-toity people were getting all their money from. Right, was, it's like they don't care. Yeah, as long as there's money involved. Back to our side character storyline, and it seems like Things are not are just getting worse by the second over there for them. Uh, they lost another ship, though they had mm-hmm. escape pods on those ships, so they they all came over to the main one. But anyway, yeah, this when Poe's getting pretty pissed. He wants to know if they have a plan. So this was another thing that was just weird. Like I just cannot understand it in any way, shape, or form is why did she never tell Poe the plan? Like, why? Well, they try to plant the seed because he's so... that he's so reckless. that So they just don't... they don't trust him at this point because of what happened at the very beginning. I mean, sure, but it, he's only mad with the fact that he thinks that they have no plan. So he's just getting right. worse. Like, if But they he... also know what she finds out anyways... But they know that he's not going to like the plan. I think it's part of it, too. Well, he doesn't find out what her what the whole thing is until they're on I the escape we, pod. Like, until Leia's back. He has no well, idea what's happening. He sees right happening. now that they're they're powering up the escape pods. That's what's, uh, he's like, so we're giving up. We're bending, bending ship. And he doesn't like that oh, at all. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll concede to that one. Because I, 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 that was what just happened here. And I now now knowing that and asking that question, it so he's not even involved. He he wants to stay and fight. He wants to take him down. Yeah, he's a fighter. Yeah, he doesn't like the idea of escaping, yeah. fleeing the, the the conflict. So now we're getting the Finn and Rose story interweaving with the side characters. They have now said, "Hey, just so you know, we didn't get the guy, but we got another guy." <laughs> and pose another like, random guy. <laughs> Great. So. That's a way. Now we're back to Ray's storyline, and we're on the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon. Mm-hmm. And they have this weird plan that she's just gonna like float onto the ship through a little pod there. Yeah, what is th- they just had this this whole entire time in all of the saga? This has just been on the Millennium Falcon. Is this guess like the first time they need to use it? I guess the <laughs> single serve pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But very convenient. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so now we little, go... Like a little casket. She goes onto the, the ship. Kylo said, like gives her a nod, and then the stormtroopers arrest her. Now we're back to mm-hmm. Finn and Rose again. He's not even pressing buttons in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and and this, is, this is also a weird thing. I mean, Star Wars has a lot of these moments of, like, literally if anybody checked on that, it would have totally been screwed. But, like, right there alone, if you saw that one of the force field lines went down, would that not be a thing you want to report? Like, 
Yeah, hit a little button to investigate it or something. Yeah, he didn't even do that. He just tapped on the on the on the like <laughs> metal and it like went back to normal as if that would be a thing. Like, yeah, you're, you're working with faulty equipment. You're the first order. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, now there's a mutiny. Poe thinks, you know what? The people that are in charge don't need to be in charge. They are not qualified. Uh, we're gonna stay and fight. And so very small mutiny too. So apparently only takes like four people. Yeah. Is that an iron? That's, a, that's the iron. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what I thought. I forgot about that. <laughs> they make it seem like it's a ship landing, but it's actually yeah. Just a... In the theater, you're like, what is that? And that's iron. <laughs> um. So we're back to trash the... can over BB-8. Yeah, we're back to the Finn and Rose story. So go ahead. This is your favorite droid that pops up here. Oh, yeah. BB-9E? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is literally also the only reason why this whole thing goes to shit as well. Like, he has... He, like, tattles on him. He's like, yeah, wait, that's he sees something normal. suspicious. <laughs> yeah. He's floating see, trash can. See, that's the thing, though. That is the thing that Star Wars doesn't run into very often. And they... And, and Ryan Johnson actually put a situation where... One of the things that's rolling around sees something that's out of the ordinary and goes, you know what? I'm going to report that. It. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out is a droid. <laughs> so. Yep. Now we're back to Ray and Kylo. Yep. Kylo's bringing Ray up to Snoke. They're both trying to, like, turn each other at this this point. Yeah. You know, with this being on mute, you can kind of see more of acting wise of how they're interacting with each other and you do kind of sense that there is something kind of sparking here just because they feel connected to one another Mm -hmm. but like um otherwise yeah so anyway but that's also just the acting and things and i don't know if that explains more of writing or whatnot but anyway um so we are now here in the chamber dope ass throne room Kylo's like, yep, I'm just going to take a knee here. (laughs) Oh, I went way too far back. So we're going to skip that. It's just mainly, they just, it's just Snoke, you know, measuring his dick the whole time. It's just like, yep, yep, I got you, I got you. Nope, you thought it was all a thing. I caused all the connections. I was the reason why. It's all that. Anyway, we're back to the side characters. And, uh... What the hell's happening here? Why is the lights turning off? <laughs> this is when they mu- they mutiny back. Yes. Pew. Oh, double mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> so Poe is in a franticness of trying to make sure that they are prepared and ready to go uh, and hit hyperdrive when they uh, where Finn and Rose bring down the sh- uh, the tracking. Guy opens the door. There we go. And there's the thing that is tracking them. They have a machine. They're almost there. They go inside. And unfortunately, your boy, little rolly ball, <laughs> shows up and says, nope, not today, Satan. And, uh, and then your girl shows up, too. <laughs> yep. Captain Phasma. Returns. Looking all nice and shiny. <laughs> Pose like they didn't make it, and door explodes dun, dun, on his dun. ship. Turns out it's Leia. 
Yep. Using your force powers for the second time in this film. Yeah. So so we're counting that? Him explode. So Leia exploded the door? That's how I always. I, uh, I couldn't tell if that was. Are we going to count that? Then we're at 26. 26 oh, times <laughs> Jedi powers were used. Um, here we get the goodbye to the other person that was in charge because she's like, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm never going to run away and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, because then... apparently they needed somebody to like pilot the ship still for it to keep going. Did they? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think thought that was the reason. She's like, oh, somebody has to stay behind to... Which can't, ends up coming handy later. <laughs> yes. So now we're back to Ray and Kylo. Yep. And so I'm still fucking around with them. Pretty much. We're just gonna skip all that. Says you need to tell me where Luke is. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're back to the side characters. Leia explains there's a ship or there's a planet over there that we're gonna land on. Has an old base. Oh, cool. Great. We move on. Poe finally agrees that that's that's an okay plan. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Back to Finn and Rose. They are captured, and then things aren't looking too great for them. Turns out the guy that was shady turned out to be shady. <laughs> yep. Now I want to know, though. The, the highest bidder. What was the thing that he told them to get him out of the scenario? Like, when did he do he, that? He tells, them, he, he tells them about the, uh, the skate pods to crate. So I they guess told them that. that? <laughs> yes, I think we're on, they're on the ship, like around the time that she gives them the necklace. They're yeah. explaining the the. Or I think when Poe's talking to them, they're explaining the 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 plan that's going on, and mm-hmm. so that's how he figures that out. Got it. So that that okay. So he he just knew information, and he was like, "All right, well, I might as well just use it yeah. all to save myself." And at some point, he like he realized that they were compromised. So that's apparently when he turned on them. Yeah, but when did he have time to do that? <laughs> like, you know, that I mean? is not explained very well. I guess it's through his magical computer hacking. He's like, oh, they saw they saw us, and then of he wires did that. and no screen. <laughs> yep. Anyway, we're back to Ray and Kylo. Snoke's still talking about how, like, hey, just so you know, we're blowing up all those guys that were escaping. <laughs> yep. And then we see Ray with a red lightsaber for the first time. Mm-hmm. Remember they use that heavily in the marketing. Yep. And Kylo's still in his mind thinking about, well, what should I do here? <laughs> yeah. Because Snoke it, is wanting him to, I believe, execute Rey at this moment. Yes. But it's interesting. He's doing all the things that he's saying. Like, he takes, turns the lightsaber, <laughs> which he actually is, but he's doing it two different ways. Yeah. And then to strike his foe. Yeah. It turns out that happened to be... Snoke, dun, which dun, I dun. also think totally punked out character. This mm-hmm. this guy literally just talks the whole time, does not do anything. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and he gets punked out. So, um, back to the si- uh, Finn and Rose story. They're just like, oh, yeah, well, we really were screwed. <laughs> and then we're back to Ray and <laughs> Kylo again. And now they're fighting the cool lightsaber scene. Now, who are these guys? They're just. I think they're called the Praetorian Guard or something. They're, they... they're literally just guards. They're like the same kind of guards that, like, 
Sidious had in in the original trilogy, which is cooler. <laughs> now it's interesting that so we just saw that scene right there, right, where he he's taking it and he's wrapping it around his armor, right? Mm-hmm. How is he doing that and not slicing his arm off? <laughs> You know what I mean? The, with 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 their own weapons? Yeah. Well, I think their things are like. Oof. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're like vibro blades, or kind of similar. You throw like that right there, where it's against his armor. Yeah, but then apparently yeah. the lightsaber has effects to it. It's just very weird. Yeah, I guess it's weird. Yeah, it's powerful enough to block a lightsaber, but not as powerful as a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. Like it chooses when it's convenient to be like lethal it's just i don't know very weird mm-hmm. uh oh yeah like right here he he just blocks, blocks it, with, it his with his armor yeah which as far as we know he blocks a lightsaber that is, for those uh, that don't know he he blo- like a guy literally one of the knights takes his arms throws it up into his his face and then mm-hmm. kylo smacks his lightsaber against the the forearms and then but it doesn't work it, it doesn't do anything but yeah. then we just saw Ray kill a guy that with the lightsaber by just slicing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the only thing we know that blocks the lightsaber is the uh, is the Mandalorian armor that they use. Mm-hmm. But so now Kylo and Ray are trying to convince one another to join their side. Blah 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 blah. Emotions crying. Blah. Join now, me. Now we're back to the side characters, and. Uh, we get one of the coolest scenes in, I think, Star Wars at all. This this is definitely one of the, just a really, mm-hmm. really cool scene. Pretty neat. Uh, I like how there was a disclaimer in the beginning of the movie <laughs> when you got tickets to this. Yep. Was that, like, the follow the, the movie contains uh, a part in the movie where it's just completely silent. Yeah. I remember that got me even more excited. I was thinking, like, what is that going to be? Yeah, where where does that happen at? And mm-hmm. so this is this is that scene. Fire on that Yeah, it kind of makes you think uh, why nobody else ever thought to do that in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean... Your ship's getting ready to get blown up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is definitely a suicide mission right there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she, yeah, she just full-on cuts the ship in half, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so now we are on Finn and Rose again. They are trying to escape, trying to get out of there in some way, shape, or form. And it looks like Phasma is going to destroy him. But to the rescue, there were many times I almost counted BB-8 coming in clutch. His own category in there. He had like four times he did this. Yeah. I mean, in this trilogy, it really is more so like BB-8 than R2. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Then we get one more little 
duel between Finn and Phasma. Chrome Dome. <laughs> yeah. <I go. laughs> uh, and then Finn gets knocked over and then goes, Boom. hey, hits it. Here's the thing. I'm fine with the fact that Phasma actually got a fight scene and wasn't completely punked out. But I think this is also one of those characters that was highly underutilized in right. being who she was. Because in actuality, she's just a stormtrooper with other armor. Like, that's really how they kind of treated her in this. Yeah, movie. she has, like, no backstory or anything that makes her more interesting. Yeah. She just looks cool. <laughs> yeah, which is... Kind of a, definitely a Boba Fett type of character. Exactly, which obviously now Boba Fett has got his line. But the thing is, though, is this: she was even better than Boba Fett of because she actually did something like there wasn't there was a whole fight thing that happened i mean i guess right boba does have that like very quick fight thing when mm -hmm. uh, wraps up luke yeah but that's about <laughs> it he gets out of that thing real quick so um <laughs> as well get redeemed one day step spin off thing yeah um so yeah husk is uh seeing yeah now he's thinking "Ooh, kylo's down snoke is down if i just finish off kylo yeah that was a very funny moment though just uh yeah he was like all right it's his character pretty well yeah um so yeah kylo's essentially saying like uh i'm the one in charge now right yeah. and then he goes yeah 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 you're in charge now and then that's pretty mm -hmm. much that whole scenario um Back to the side characters, uh, Rose and Finn finally meet back up with them. They are now reunited, so now we have the full side team rolling in deep. They're stuck under in this, like, cave. That's pretty much that whole scenario. The First Order is now on the planet, and they are ready to go. Little fight scene yeah. happens here. And uh, this is kind of cool. stop this, like death star type thing from blowing the door down yeah a little reverse situation going on here mm -hmm. uh but yes the millennium falcon shows up and now ray's yeah. storyline is now collided yeah, with... we're all here we're at the climax yep but it would just be too good to have her actually fighting with the rest of them so she goes off and takes the tie fighters away from the city yeah and, it's like a uh, distraction yep so now we're back to the side characters. They're uh, doing their thing, trying to blow this thing up. And here is one of the weirdest decisions in this whole entire movie. That they didn't let Finn do it? Yeah, I mean, okay. Duly, you know, they would have they killed off one of the three main characters that is currently in the new trilogy, right? Mm -hmm. But Which would have been kind of like, okay, so now what? Now that Finn's dead, like, what do we do? But it was weird that Rose was like, I mean, it's not weird, I guess, that she chose to save him, but, like, to stop him from doing this is just very weird. Um, mm -hmm. And it I guess... It would have been a good moment if they let him sacrifice himself. That would have been pretty powerful, I think. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you're emotionally ready for this to happen. You're ready for Finn to just die, to just sacrifice himself in the scenario and mm -hmm. and put his life on the line here. But then Rose is like, nope, it's not going to happen. And then fucking ends that <laughs> scenario. <laughs> uh, and and then they blow up the fucking wall. <laughs> so, yep. But it was weird. So Rose then explains, oh, well, you got to save the ones you love, right? And then kisses him 
in the most passes out. Yeah, in the most weird way though. Watch this kiss. This is no. This right here is what we call no chemistry kiss. <laughs> that is very one sided of a situation, which I guess makes yeah. sense because she kind of surprised him on this, but he was ready for that kiss. It was just very weird because you're kind of like that was undeserved. Like I don't know, but mm -hmm. I it. it Okay, but here, I'll play devil's advocate about this. She loses her sister. She has no one left. She f hangs out with this guy on this life-threatening mission. They yeah, make she it idolized him ahead of time, too. Yeah, they make it out of that. They're together. He Then she sacrifices her life for him, thus maybe a spark for her. But that's not really what Finn is in for. Cause he wasn't he, feeling that, no. Yeah, he's like, he's oh, like, you're just... Ray? Yeah, where's, where's Ray? 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 That's the whole reason why he's doing what he's doing. It's very interesting. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'll let you take the reins on this next couple scenes here. Well, yeah, everything's uh, kind of gone to shit now. So, like I said, yeah, they're about to blow the door down. They've lost all hope. They're talking about now how they put those calls out to the Outer Rim Nobody's answered back, so there's no no allies coming. When all hope is lost, Luke Skywalker comes in. <laughs> A new hope. Now I wonder here, does she know that he's not actually I think right there. about let's see, where's the they give them they give them like a look to each other. Um right there. Wait, hold on. Doesn't he give her the dice? He gives her the dice, and then I think she realizes something. There's, like, a look they exchange here. Oh, when they touch mm -hmm. each other. That's right. Oh, he's, like, yeah. right here, and then she goes, wait. <laughs> and he's, like, yeah. And I think at that moment, that's when she goes, these are force dice, and you're not actually here. But I appreciate the fact that you're here. And this is the last time... That we see Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher together, which is a very sad mm -hmm. moment, but you know, here we are. Yeah. Um. Though tastefully done, very tastefully done, though. Yeah. Cool moment. Everybody's in awe as he's walking out. He has his haircut. He has his Luke haircut. <laughs> yeah, he's got a different look to him because I guess he could probably, I mean, supposed to make himself look like whatever he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just and they were like fire on that man. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where's the? Oh wait, we there's that there's that part. Oh, when Hux is like, are you done yet? <laughs> well, we get this. Dead. Oh yeah. More. <laughs> 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 and there's just a plume of red smoke now being launched into the air. I didn't even put two and two together when I watched it the other day about the uh, meme. <laughs> oh, well, there's so many memes from this movie. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's happening. And then Husk is like, you think you got him? <laughs> like, well, he didn't. And then you get the nice little uh, shoulder brush here. Yeah, play the part. But the thing is, is what's weird is, like, this is a totally different Luke, I feel, than what we had in the first, like, hour, two hours and 
10 minutes of this movie. It's just very weird. Like, the whole character shift. But I guess, like, he's now coming to terms of, like, oh, the, I'm going to be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that. And the I <laughs> Supreme Leader, don't get distracted. I'll go... Jeez. Right away, sir. Yeah. So, Finn miraculously has like sl bobsledded uh rose back to the <laughs> i was thinking that i was like man i just went far away to get all the way back i know like how that's gotta be like how did nobody notice and how did they not get like obliterated from the like shots that happened it's just very weird yeah guess looks a good distraction i guess so just enough <laughs> So they're like, let them fight. <laughs> and so... Yeah, like, while we get the hell out of here, which was the goal, I suppose. Yeah. Because this is supposed to be a, a turning moment for him. Because earlier, you would have presumed that he would have been like, oh yeah, let's go out there and help him. He's like, now nah, we got to save what's left of the resistance. True, true. Yeah, more character development for Poe. Mm -hmm. So Ray figures out, oh, there's another entryway for the... Uh, for the cave that everyone's all trapped in. And so she yeah. goes down there, force rocks, move them, and then they all run out and start loading mm -hmm. up the place. And then we get this cool battle between Luke and Kylo. And then he starts to realize, oh, wait, you're not actually real. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gives the one line of, uh, you know, to strike me down and, you know, I'll be essentially haunting your ass forever sort of line. Right. I may be paraphrasing, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, something like I'll be with you forever or something. Yeah. So he disappears. Kylo goes, oh, shit, they're actually leaving. We go back to Luke's island, and Luke is... Yeah, it just depleted him so much that... Time to go. Yep, sees that just sun. passes away into the sunset, yep. Yeah. And uh, uh, Leia and Ray feel it, of it happening, and uh, he goes into the breeze. Which is kind of a neat thing they kind of alluded to it earlier in the film, because uh, Kylo tells Ray when they first have their first like meeting, he's like, "Oh, how are you doing this? This would this amount of force power would kill you." So they kind of planted the seeds that you know if you do something a little too extraneous, that it might might kill you. Yeah. Force. Yeah, because she's uh she's not really like uh Super. she doesn't know how to do that yet so it's right like, for her to use that much amount it would be mm -hmm. life-threatening but they do another one last minute connection ray yep. closes She's the like, yeah go ahead closes the door on him <laughs> literally yeah yeah literally and figuratively that was, that was kind of cool uh, like the phase through there the dice chewbacca uh, hugs Leia, and Ray and Poe meet for the first time. It took a almost two whole movies for them to meet each other, and they finally meet each other. <laughs> Every time I see that, I'm still surprised that that's the first time. It's like, I, wait a minute, we went two full movies. <laughs> yeah, it is very, very weird that there's no dynamic between them. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, there's all that. Rose and Finn kind of end their story over there, like him tucking her in ray and leia start talking to each other about how like did you feel that <laughs> and uh yeah. luke dying and then that's it that's the end of the story for them 
They hit hyperdrive yeah. and go away. All the resistance can fit in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I know. That was another thing I was thinking when I was watching it. And then this is what bugs me. So he's telling this story, right? And th- these kids, these kids happened. are talking. Yeah. Because he has the figures in the ground. So how do they know this story? I was thinking about that, too. I don't know if you're supposed to infer that this is, like, maybe a little bit further But it's out. not, though, because so the, story, the kid, this kid, is the one that helps the him escape. Yeah. yeah. So Broom Kid is what everyone named him because he does the little force thing and grabs the broom and stuff. It's yeah. just very weird. There's just a lot to mm-hmm. this movie that is totally unexplained. They don't need to, like, they just they touch it and then they walk away and they're like, yeah, you know, because that's the thing. And you're like, I, I guess that's a thing. <laughs> this kid. Yeah, that's when they want you to make a lot of inferences. And that's it. Based on characters of George Lucas, <laughs> directed by Ryan Johnson. We're done. End of movie. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure every time George Lucas sees that, he's probably like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Glad I was a part of the project. <laughs> yeah, the first name on the thing. <laughs> um, so let's head into. Uh, IMDb Corner. This is where we uh, look at IMDb and we look at some of the fun facts and trivia that happen to lurk upon here. Uh, One of my favorite things is called taglines. These are the taglines used to advertise the movie on the movie posters. They would use these and kind of advertise the movie. So, the first one is Let the Past Die. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't remember seeing that one. (laughs) Um, Always in motion is the future. I don't remember any of these, like, actually being used. During the marketing? Yeah. Yeah, not really. And then the last one is Light Years Ahead, Discovered, Dolby Cinema. (laughs) That one kind of sounds familiar, but only because I know that we saw it in Dolby Cinema one time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And that's it. There's only three. Um, so let us move on to the next part, which is trivia. Nate, this is your thing for those back at home. What this is, is trivia about the movie. Nate's going to read off. Let's say, let's say eight. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, fine. How many, how many you want to go? It's your choice this time. Let's do five. Five, five. It is five trivia (laughs) facts about the movie. What are, okay, go on. Number one. So, the three resistance fighters who pop up from the trenches on crate are Mark Hamill's children. Huh. The one that he goes, salt. He chased the sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, they look kind of old, too. But I suppose Mark Hamill is pretty yeah, old. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Really uh, <laughs> All right. Number two. Uh, there was a lot of discussion about how Captain Phasma's face should look under her helmet. It was Daisy Ridley who suggested that her eye... Should appear unscarred and human. Interesting. That was kind of a good choice. I mean, I liked that of that, like, oh, yeah, we're just going to see, like, a little glimpse of her. Like, yeah, you can kind of tell a little bit who, like, the actor actually was. Yeah. She kind of looked like. Yeah. And she was from see? Game of Thrones, right? Yep. Yeah. I can't remember her name from Game of Thrones, but yeah. Number three. Let's uh, see here. Although Disney decided not to use George Lucas's story outlines for episode... Uh, Seven, eight, and nine. After the purchase of his company, a couple of Lucas's ideas surfaced in this film, including Luke Skywalker living as a recluse and training a female Jedi. 
Uh, oh. It says in, in his outline, her name was Kira. Hmm. That is interesting. But I'm sure Luke was not supposed to be. Yeah, from my understanding, it was a lot different, though. Yeah, as cynical <laughs> the fact as that he she's was. She's a female. That's the only similarity, really. Yeah. Number four. Um, I changed my hair was the line that Carrie Fisher ad libbed herself. Oh, when Luke and. Uh, that is a good line. That is a very good line. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going to say. I changed my hair. And then Mark <laughs> Hamill kind of smirks at that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good off the cuff. And number five, our last fact. <clears throat> R2-D2's hologram of Princess Leia was recreated with original footage shot for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Well, I would think so. <laughs> All right. We move on to quotes. Uh, so these are some interesting quotes that were said throughout the movie. Um, let's do five again. I'll do, uh, I'll do this one here. This is between Luke and Yoda. Uh, Yoda appears as a ghost. Master Yoda! Yoda. Young Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. I'm ending all of this. The tree, the text, the Jedi. I'm going to burn it all down. Yoda summons lightning to burn down the tree and the tree uh, and the Jedi text. He laughs. (laughs) Oh, Skywalker, missed you, have I? So it is time for the Jedi to end. Time is for you to look past a pile of old books. Hmm? The sacred text, or the sacred Jedi texts. Oh, <laughs> read them, have you? Page turners, they were not. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wisdom, uh, they held. But the liberty, or the the library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Skywalker still looking to the horizon. Never here. Now, hmm? The need in front of your nose. Now, I'm going to pause here. That right there, that line, he literally just told Luke she has the books. So burning the library down doesn't mean a damn thing. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> we just burned the library. She has the text, so she's she has them. That's just how it is. Oh, uh, Luke Skywalker. I was weak, un- uh, unwise. Lost Ben Solo, you did. Lose Ray, we must not. I can't uh, be what she wants me to be. Heed my words, d- uh, did you? Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery, but weakness, folly, failure also. Yes, failure most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. Luke, we are what they grow beyond. This is the true burden of all masters. And that's it. <laughs> but it's like... Welcome from the main master himself. Yeah. Uh, the next one here, number two, is Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker. I'll destroy her and you and all of it. No. Strike me down in anger and I'll always be with you just like your father. And that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um... Number three here is from Leia. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe it uh, when you see it, you'll never make it through the night. Does she actually say that? Yeah, that's like the very, very last scene. When oh, the okay. Talking. Okay. Because Ray is like, what are we going to do? Like, we're this all we have. 
Yeah, because they like reference it before, where they're like, "Oh yeah, she says this all the time," and it's like, "I've never fucking heard her say that ever." <laughs> so, okay, number four, Snoke to Kylo Ren, you are no Vader. You are just a child in a mask. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and the last one is uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh. Wait, well, never mind. I'm not gonna read that. One. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> um, Kylo Ren and Ray, you're not alone. Kylo Ren, you're not alone. Ray, neither are you. And that I feel is a good one to enter to, to end on. In re- in uh, preparation for the next one, uh, the last one is tech specs. So, uh, Nate, why don't you go ahead and walk us through some tech specs about the movie? Okay, so it was uh, officially two hours and thirty-two minutes. Uh, this is pretty. It's got all the nice modern trimmings on it. Uh, Atmos, IMAX sound. Look at this one with a bunch of different cameras: IMAX cameras, 4K, 6K, 3.4K, uh, Master and Dolby Vision. And yeah, I think that's mostly it. Anything notable you see? Well, I mean. So, yeah, that's the that's the one thing is this was all shot digitally and yeah, like, wasn't that one of the I remember that being a kind of a controversy? Yeah. So the reason why Star Wars can feel timeless is because it's shot on seventy millimeter film, and the and when something is shot on film, it can be lowered in it can be rendered into digital at any real size. That's why like a lot of old movies that were shot on film can be like upgraded to high res film, the uh, high res 4k releases and mm-hmm. they look format wise. They look fine. They don't look all weird and wonky. Whereas when yeah. you shoot stuff digitally, like when you go back and watch like a movie like the matrix, which I believe that movie was all shot in digital. It looks weird and it doesn't hold up because like being remastered it wasn't shot that way, or any movie that's shot digitally, it's very weird. It does say yeah. the negative format is 35 and 65 millimeter film. I don't, I'm pretty sure most of the stuff they used was shot digital, but it was mixed. It was 35 and 65. Um, where, yeah, it sounded like maybe just a couple scenes perhaps were on film. Yeah, but it definitely, there are some parts where it just isn't, and that's why when you look at JJ's movies, like episode seven and nine, those were shot on all film. So that was how mm-hmm. they were. And it's, it's to preserve the movie. It takes a lot longer and it costs a lot more because it's film. Because once you shoot something on film, it's done. It, you took the picture. It's over. Um, mm-hmm. But it's able to have this timeless look to it. And they all kind of look the same. That's why when you jump from six to seven, there isn't this jarring look to the movie that's like, whoa, that's kind of weird. It looks right. new, but it's not as jarring visually. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, so that's it. That's all the tech. That's all the IMDb corner. It's now time to review the movie. Nate, what are we got? You know, what are you going to go for here on the, uh, the, the, uh, well, I almost said something else uh, on the primal target scale. <laughs> if you want to, I to- am. Or you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you want me to run through what what all the ratings mean? But if you if you're oh, ready sure, to go, go ahead. then go ahead so and, uh, go through it. Ratings mean uh, so we have zero to ten, 
So it's like a 110 point scale technically. But at 0 to 0 0.9 is trash, 1 to 1.9 is unplayable, 2 to 2.9 is horrific, 3 to 3.9 is terrible, 4 to 4.9 is mediocre, 5 to 5.9 is meh, 6 to 6.9 is borrow, 7 to 7.9 is worthy, so like worthy of owning, uh, 8 to 8.9 is marvelous, 9 to 9.9 is a must have, and 10 is groundbreaking. Nate, take it away. So, I was actually going to give it something a little bit higher before watching it again uh, uh, Sunday, but I do think there's... I'm still going to give it a high score. I'm, I'm going to give it a... I think it's a 9. Wow, a 9. Yeah, I, I actually really like The Last Jedi, but I do I do recognize, especially going through it again, there are some uh, unexplained stuff, some like logic things that are a little off. Uh, I think just overall, the from the music... To the the tension, I think it has some of the best action scenes too, of any of the Star Wars movies. The space battles, I think, is good. Um, yeah, I just really, I, to me, this one's actually, I'm probably the minority on this one, but I think this one's up there for, to the Empire for me. Uh, it hits a lot of those, those same beats. Uh, the Luke thing, I know a lot of people. They would have preferred if you would have showed up in person, but I actually liked the kind of uh, how they subverted your expectations a little bit. How he, you know, he didn't actually show up, but he was powerful enough to to force project himself across the galaxy to be able to do that, to essentially save the resistance one more time and to to spark that that hope. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I think. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's one of the ones I think I enjoy watching the most, too. I think the humor is really good, and we, we talked about that earlier. It's a little bit different. I feel like it's kind of a, more of a, a Marvel-style humor, where it's a little bit more in your face. But, uh, yeah, I know. I really like it. Okay. So, you gave it a 9. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to give it a 9.5. <laughs> well, okay. I'm, gl I'm glad it didn't go that high. <laughs> um, so I'm a little more cynical on this movie. I have – this is one of the – this is probably the second Star Wars movie that I've seen the most of. Um, mm -hmm. So Behind, probably uh, – Force Awakens? Yeah, probably go seven, then eight, then probably episode one, to be honest, and then probably nine. Uh, so with that said, here it is. Uh there's so much to this movie that I don't like only because it just seems like it's all over the place. Like I, at one point I, uh, when I, when I watched this the first time and for years uh, since this movie has come out back in 2017, which is crazy to even think about that. That's been years now, but uh, I always said the Rosenfinn storyline was useless. It didn't need to be there. It doesn't make any sense of why they're doing what they're doing. Um, in the long run, if you were to whittle this down into how the story is actually told, like how I said, where it's like you have the Ray story, the Kylo story, the side character story, and then eventually the side character story actually births a new story of, of uh, Finn and Rose doing their thing. Mm -hmm. All of that so they needed to do that in order to like, they actually had a mission and a reason to actually go there was to get the guy that they were supposed to get there. They didn't right. do that. 
It was a waste of their time because they literally showed up, didn't get the guy, and left. But all of that could – there's so many things that, like, could have happened that didn't happen. Like, it, it's all about could have, but it didn't, so therefore – Here's the effect of the reasoning on why it didn't happen. They could have got the guy. They they did they parked on the beach, so therefore they got arrested. They meet the guy, they meet another dude that's shady as hell, and they're like, Yeah, this guy is saving us. Let's go with him. And they go on the they go on that ship and leave. And that's it. They it's like that that was that's how they got him. Like, it's only because BB eight was with him and they left. A chance, yeah. Yeah. Then the guy screws him over, and it was a complete waste of time because none of what they were going to do actually transpired. Like, you see what they were about to do, and then it doesn't happen. So their mission was failed, which I don't think you see. You don't see that happen in Star Wars very often, where their mission flat-out fails. And and nothing comes of it, uh, or, or negative things come of it. So that happens. They leave. And they eventually reunite with the rest of the crew. Ray's storyline is literally just Luke and her, and that could easily be like twenty minutes. Like that that I don't even know how much of that back and forth it is, because it's a lot of like, oh, we're here we're with her. Now we're not. We're with her, but now we're not. We're with her and now we're not. Like mm-hmm. it's just really interesting. It's like a filler episode is like shoved inside this movie with Rose and Finn. And I feel like Mm -hmm. those characters though, like you could have made Rose's like whole entire thing of like very vengeful of like uniting and we should be together. And that's why she's helping him. And that's eventually why she falls in love with him sort of, but it's just very weird that we get introduced to this character and she's now being like shoved into the already like dynamic between like we didn't really need her if that makes sense like the only reason why we needed her was to save Finn from committing suicide <laughs> like that was kind of yeah. it uh it, yeah and to also have like a pendant around her neck that had a conductive like shock that allowed <laughs> the guy to bust open the thing anyway long story short there's a lot to this movie that just is very weird and doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie though because that's the real thing. That's what movie combat's all about. Does the movie fit inside the parameters of what all of these movies are supposed to be? Is it a Star Wars movie? Yes. I will have to say yes. You have the lightsabers. You have a lot of the Force stuff. It's utilized very well. Um, the characters that are in there have a, that are Force-sensitive use them properly. Um, even when they're using them to sneak around like Kylo using his like mind because Snoke's reading it, but he's doing things the same time as he's like doing the thing that he's reading his mind of it, like all makes sense. And does it feel like a star Wars movie? Yes. Does it feel like a very good one? Not really. That's why my rating is a 7.5. I don't think it's, anywhere really near the other ones because there's just so many it's just it's just kind of weird that the whole premise of the movie is literally just a a high speed like a technically well here i'll just use a high space uh car chase (laughs) like (laughs) 
until you run out of gas. <laughs> That's literally yeah. the whole premise and the whole plot. Uh, if you look at the side characters, so. That's why I have to say it's just a very not so good plot holding like a plot. It, it's just not very good. So that's why I had to give it a 7.5. But Nate's nine brings it up. And so its final score is an 8.4. An 8.4, which makes it a marvelous movie. Uh, so I hope you're happy, Nate. <laughs> With the isn't the Rotten Tomato score like a ninety three on it? Uh, I, I hope <laughs> the IMDb to... is actually. I think it's raised a little bit. It was like a six point nine on IMDb. Let's see here. On IMDb, it is a six point nine. It's actually gone down. Everyone have has it gone down? Because I remember in the beginning, people were like, I mean, the the audience score. I don't know about IMDb, but Rotten Tomato was like a forty percent or something it was like super low yeah metacritic actually has it at an 84 so there you go yeah we, it was, we it was hit a weird it right movie on the that that critics loved but most star wars fans did, did not like it yeah hardcore yeah which is basically what you're saying and i i kind of got that that um vibe when i watched it too that it's probably the least feeling of a star wars movie of any of that have, that have come out so that's probably why there was such a, a gap there yeah. So there you go. Any uh any final words for our eight point four that we gave Star Wars? Uh what is this one? The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> you almost forgot the name again. <laughs> yeah, I, I always forget the last part of it. So Star Wars yeah. Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Any final words for it? Um No, you know the only thing I'll say with Rose's character is I I think at this time in the movie I don't I think it's it's only bad because of what we know that she's not a big part in the next film. Because mm-hmm. it's like she was set up to be a bigger character, but I think because there was so much fan backlash that she was her role was was really reduced. So that kind of hurt her reasoning to be in this film. Yeah, I'm looking at the IMAX poster here, which and, looks cool. The marketing and, was great for this movie. <laughs> yeah, but like Rose is so small. I almost like from the sm- like the thumbnail. Like looking at it, you can't even. I didn't even know she was on the poster. I just kind of was yeah. like, eh, "All right," um, but yeah. Oh man, I didn't know that. <laughs> but you gotta sign in now. Yeah, <laughs> for me. one more movie left. Yes. Why don't you tell us the homework? What are we doing? Star Wars Episode Nine: uh, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Yes, and the end of our star wars movie combat yeah. season two. And, and unless we take so much time that another one comes out before we <laughs> <laughs> no i don't i think we're okay i don't think one's gonna sneak up out of nowhere surprise so. 2021 release <laughs> <laughs> there's only a couple months so hopefully we can get it done before then yeah so ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for watching if you watched it on youtube if you listen to it on itunes and podbeam please rate and subscribe it helps us out uh post comments say you like the show and uh what you guys want us to do in future movie combats we'll add it to the list that keeps growing daily honestly um but yeah that's gonna be it it, that is Star Wars Episode Eight. Again, the final score is an 8.4, which is a marvelous rating on the Primal Target official score. Um, that's it. I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode, the season finale. 
Good night, everybody. Peace out.